0: You are now listening to Okay, okay But wait. And child, viewer discretion is certainly advised. Because with Andre, you'll never know what is going to come out of his mouth. From topics of sex to picking your brain about life itself. And trust me, if he wants to discuss, baby, he's, he's going to discuss. Us. And leave you thinking, okay, but wait. As always, get the glasses ready, because the filter is off. And give it up for your host, Onray. to Return.
1: Hello Tasties, welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, your favorite things to listen to one Wednesday. Okay, but wait, I'm your fantastic host, Honore, with another glass of alcohol, and today I have with me, my lovely mother, the one y'all may know as Nikita, if you are very close to me.
0: <laughs> Hi everyone. <laughs> Don't know what else I was supposed to say there, but call me Nikki. Or Nikita. (laughs) Actually, it would be Miss Nikita.
1: Yeah, Miss Nikita. Nikita, you know, if you've seen that TV show.
0: That's right, La Femme Nikita. Is it that one or the other one?
1: La Femme Nikita?
0: Yeah, that's it. Is it that one or just Nikita?
1: Are there two different TV shows? It
0: is. You got the old school one, which was my film, Nikita. Then you have the new one, which was just flat out Nikita. All um. of them, I was a Russian assassin, which you know, that was me. That's my background story, you know. Right. Right.
1: Which, y'all didn't hear that from here.
0: Exactly. Because <laughs> then i have to kill you.
1: <laughs> but yes, this is the one and only the one that raised me Um, all... X amount of years, yeah. All my life. I'm not going to give away my age here or anything. No,
0: but... I'm not giving away mine either. I'm just going to say 21.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. For legal purposes. But um, I'd say that we have an interesting topic to talk about today, but... Um, you don't have a topic. At all. So we've got an interesting podcast, let's say. <laughs>
0: And it shall be interesting in a great way.
1: So, obviously, I've known you all of my life. they know known you from the five-minute video that they hopefully have seen before this on the YouTube channel. Um, if not, I guess, with the three minutes that we've been talking. But give us a little a little background outside of, you know, you being an assassin.
0: All right. Okay, so, um, as previously stated, you know, I was a Russian assassin, hence the name Nikita. It comes from... Uh, Russia So I'm a badass, okay Um, But real talk I'm a registered nurse um, Mother of three I'm not going to say their ages Because then I may have to kill you again (laughs) Um, I have been a nurse For uh, Eight years I'm currently a dialysis nurse Um, And and honestly, that's maybe some of what I like to talk about is kidney health. Um, I noticed that when you were showing me a couple of previews, um, a lot of people talk about different health things, you know, mental health, uh, physical health and all that stuff. But I really would love to raise awareness on um, kidney health um, because as African-Americans, black Americans, blacks, whatever we're called these days, um, we are one of the most highest affected um, people um, in kidney disease, and we don't have a clue as to what causes it, how to prevent it, and how to help it. So
1: I'm sure sitting here likes what causes. <laughs> I'm like, is that drinking?
0: I, mm, no, oh. not really. <laughs> but drinking might say no. you say cause. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm good>. No, <laughs> but no. So drinking is more so liver disease, That's you what know. I thought. Yeah, um, medications, diet, poor dieting, um, high blood pressure. So stress, stress causes high blood pressure. Um, being told you have high blood pressure, not taking your medications, um, diabetes, which as African Americans. Um, we tend to have a high risk for diabetes, um, so not taking care of that once you're told you have diabetes and you know, still continuing to um, not regulate your numbers and so forth can cause kidney disease. So um, there's a lot of things that can really be changed to help prevent it, and we just don't. Either we don't know, because um, take, for example, I had a patient the other day, young kid, Um, and he was like, yeah, you know, about a couple of years ago, I was told that I had kidney disease, but that was all that I was told, you know? And so, um, they never told me, you know, change your diet, you know, uh, you have high blood pressure. So take this blood pressure medicine. It was just like, Hey, you got kidney disease and that was it. And so he went many years, um, before his kidneys fell and then boom, they just crashed. He ended up in the hospital. And now, um, I was telling him of different things to do to kind of help keep him at a good um level as far as like you know his kidney still being able to work because even though they crash it's different levels of which they can you know continue to work mm-hmm. and you want to try to preserve as much of your kidney um function as possible. And so when I was educating him on that he said, Well why didn't they tell me all of this then? You know, and I hear that far too often you go into the doctors, they never mention your kidneys and all of a sudden, oh you got kidney disease and you're like, you know, 20%, whereas you started at 100%. Well, why didn't you tell me something within those 80%, nah. you know, before I got to this point? And so I like to raise awareness so that, um, number one, you know that that's something that when you do go to the doctor, you ask, you know, uh, how are my kidneys? Did you draw my kidney labs, you know, so that you can start making awareness so that the doctor knows, hey, I'm educated on it. I want to know. I'm interested and you can go from
1: there, you know. Interesting. All that was very interesting to me. I think it's very interesting having a mom as a nurse. <laughs> you know. It's always like, what are you going to the doctor exactly. for? What are you going to, what is this prescription for? What is that for? What in the world? You, why am I seeing the insurance and you've gone this? You've done that. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. Yeah.
0: I, I went to get coffee one day, um. And I don't know, I just talked to people, which more so people just talked to me and the guy uh, I had my uniform on. He's like, oh, you're on your way to work? What do you do? And I was like, Oh, I'm a dialysis nurse. Oh, you know, he tells me his mom is a nurse and he goes, yeah, you know, I haven't had labs in a while. Hey, you know, what do you think about this? And I was like, well, why are you not asking your mom? <laughs> you know, but OK, yeah, I'm going to get my coffee, but. I took the time to educate him, you know, and told him the importance of getting his labs. And he's like, you know what? I never thought about that. Nobody's never told me. So I think I'll make an appointment. So, but labs is very, very important, you know. So even for men who don't like to go to the hospital or the doctors, you know, go once every year and have labs done. Even if you don't do anything else, you should always get labs done because it tells you so much about how your body is functioning or their lack of.
1: (laughs) Now y'all understand. (laughs) We talk a lot about flossing on this podcast, <laughs> and I don't think that they understand the severity of how much, like, flossing means to me. <laughs> yeah. And she can attest to it. Like, as a child, I probably didn't used to floss as much, and now I'm like, are y'all flossing y'all's teeth?
0: It's important.
1: Because not important. flossing
0: can actually cause heart disease. So mm-hmm. people don't realize your teeth health, health affects your health period, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're not flossing, you build up plaque plaque then breaks down and goes into your heart and causes heart disease, and then you die of a heart attack, you know? Um,
1: See, y'all thought I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> y'all thought I was
0: kidding. Not to mention, if you don't take care of your teeth and you lose your teeth, how do you eat? So now that it affects your diet, and now you're not eating healthy, you know, because you can't chew the foods that you need.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. No, I'm always on here. I'm like, floss your teeth, It's probably at least once episode where I'm just like lost your team <laughs> <laughs> equate somebody crest <laughs> sponsor me for some floss i'll get y'all a lot of sales i promise
0: yes <laughs>
1: but that's very interesting because i never really thought about that i actually like on tiktok see a bunch of videos where it's like um tiktok and twitter twitter obviously is not the videos but i think it was actually the other day and they were talking about a lady had passed out <clears throat> Um or no, she was bleeding, like having a nosebleed. Okay. And um it was going on for a while and they called the EMT and everything and the EMT was like, Oh, she's fine, she's fine, it's just a normal nosebleed and um they're pretty much saying, like, in the paragraph, like, No, like she's not fine. Right. And they're saying that the EMT didn't know that the girl who called the ambulance was in nursing school.
0: Okay.
1: And so they ended up getting her to the emergency room and stuff and realized that she was close to leaving, like losing too much blood. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something, like, I've seen it a lot on TikTok, a lot on Twitter, where it's that a lot of African-American POC are not getting the treatment that they should be getting right. because of the color of the skin. Obviously, you can't, you know, you don't know if it's because of the color of your skin. You don't know. but <laughs> And I guess essentially, we don't either, but unfortunately that's the the thought that we have to go through um but i think it's just very interesting that that is something that's raising more awareness because even in another video where it was like someone had lost their baby because of something at the hospital and most people will put that on the
0: nurses but right. it's really like the doctors
1: yeah the doctors exactly. at the end
0: of the day so I want to throw that out there Why everybody be trying to sue nurses and stuff. It's the doctors. We get our orders from the doctors, so don't go after the nurses. We're trying to save you all. We're trying to take care of you all, okay? But on another note, um, education. Education is key. And I'm not saying, you know, being an engineer, uh, computer science and all that stuff, but educating yourself about health, period, your health. That way, when you do go into the hospitals, you go to the doctor's office and stuff, you know what to ask for. You know if what they're telling you is true. Did they run the proper tests, you know? Um, not Google MD education, but, like, real education. Get a book. <laughs> <laughs> That's my education. I'm like, I'm i with, dying. I person, like, look, I gurgled. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear what Google told you, not Google MD, you know? But um, just just having that background knowledge, you know? Um, and then you'll know when somebody's doing something That they shouldn't be doing or they didn't do You know, something as simple as When they drop your medicine uh, Can I see what you drew up? That way I know for sure you're giving me what you're saying You're giving me, you know um, And that more so is is, You know, what I'm not even going to say Is because you're African American But, um, you know People are human, so they can make med- Medication error, errors So uh, being able to be that second set of eyes, but ultimately as African Americans, making sure that you're not being mistreated, you know, um, but yeah, I'm not the one doing it, that's all I want
1: to say. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's definitely something that a lot of people need to know, because honestly, truly, as much as I go to the doctor, I'm like, I just think about the fact that I don't want my blood drawn. (laughs) And
0: that's the most important
1: part. And then now they're like, yeah, It's that time. And I'm like, have we not figured out a different way to do this? So, um, as someone who's terrified of needles, I know that y'all can, if you're watching the video, see all my piercings and stuff. See my tattoos. I'd have to say, those are the main ones. I have (laughs)
0: patients that come in, they it from neck all the way to their legs. And they're like, oh my God. Oh, I'm scared of needles. I'm like, what? What do you think? How was that done? (laughs) A lot of needles, <laughs> da, 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 you know, and they're like, "No, I'm scared," you know. And mm-hmm. these are men, yeah. buff men, you know. So
1: no. Because I've
0: seen
1: it. I think it's just the fact of like, I think it's the the mental thing where it's like, if you move it just the wrong way, and you might bruise my artery or I don't, I don't even know what it, are it is. Nothing about that. Well, well, I'm definitely not. But like, and, and neither are they. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> It's just something to also think about. And I do want to say if y'all haven't gotten y'all's glasses poured up already, we are fourteen minutes into this podcast, so you should have definitely gotten and that done. In all
0: honesty, I'm a glass ahead of y'all.
1: We're this drinking just water. water, I
0: ain't no alcoholic, okay.
1: <laughs> I'm the one starting that tradition. <laughs> Which we're drinking some espresso martinis. What do you think? Delicious. Okay, good. I used a different alcohol with this one, so
0: what did you use?
1: Um coconut Malibu. So you can taste like a little coconut. I do, I do. And I
0: like coconut.
1: Yeah. And then I use the, um, well, hold on. I have to talk about this outside of the podcast. I don't right, want y'all taking yeah, my recipe. Exactly. Right. No, no, no. Find <laughs> out once I open up my bar. <laughs> but, what <clears throat> oh, yeah. I'm just, I think it's just feeling that, like, I don't know, having the noodle in there too long. I've definitely gotten better at it over the years that I've Gone to the doctor. Um, practice makes close to perfect, I guess. But
0: yeah, there's no such thing as perfect.
1: Yeah, I I will say when I went to the hospital and they tried to draw my blood and it, ooh, I was about ready to cry and touch somebody all at the same time. She, uh, he like went to no, it was a girl. I don't know if it was her first time. I don't know. She went to stick the needle in, and I had already told them, I was like, y'all, I'm terrified of needles. And I, I didn't think, I was just getting, like, the CT or MRI or whatever it was. One the of big those blood, That's the MRI. MRI. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's get the heck
1: out of here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm sitting down, laying down. I'm like, okay. like, And he was like, all right, well, we got to, you know, put the needle in because they were given the... The
0: contrast.
1: Contrast. I never know what it's called. Yeah. <clears throat> like the volume, but that's (laughs) not
0: bad. (laughs) Oh, and just to raise a little bit of awareness with that, some contrast can actually cause kidney failure. So, be sure to ask your doctor when they say, I want to send you for an MRI or CT scan with contrast. Be like, hey doc, is that going to affect my kidneys? Those are the type of questions you have to ask.
1: Does it make it go up?
0: So, contrast period can cause that, but it doesn't mean that it's going to cause kidney failure. Or damage.
1: Because when I tried yeah, to throw up, that I that It's came. the warmth.
0: You know, it, it comes through warm. That could have been what caused you to throw up. And you could have been having a reaction to it when you were younger. You had a, re- oh, God, did you have a reaction to one. Uh wasn't really bad, but you you it was like you was on some drugs or something. It was really interesting.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That but. was like, I just remember being on, after they finally, because they tried this arm. And did it burn? Going in? Well, I didn't feel it going in. I felt it once it was in. Because mm-hmm. they just, once I got under, I think is when they said they were, like, going to start it. Okay. And so, they tried to do this arm, and the girl was like, oh, your needles are just not, or your veins aren't visible, this, that, and the other. I'm like, I've never heard that a day in my yeah. life. I'm like, first off, I'm looking you at. She was <laughs> like,
0: ma'am, can I have another person?
1: Right. <laughs> well, she said that after the fact that she missed my <laughs> dog on vein. Then the guy, I was, he was like. He was like, and tried to do this arm, and I'm like, you've got one shot. <laughs> Try
0: Did he miss? Because I'm no, looking at things didn't. now, okay.
1: And, uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm like, well, I would will say know?
0: this one looks a little bit better than that one, but yeah, you do have them where you can see them. Uh, Some people, yeah, everybody's not great like Well, that.
1: if you can see them without it, imagine if you clamped in my clamping arms. <laughs> and I'm looking at the vein, I'm like, nah. I've gotten my blood drawn a, quite a numerous, many times. I'm like, hey, the guy out there just drew my laps. You're telling me you can't
0: see them? Yeah, that's bad.
1: I'm like, oh my goodness. And so then I went under the machine. In it? Well, I mean, theoretically both.
0: No, you ain't go under it.
1: Well, I mean, if I'm under <laughs> and inside, I went in and under the machine. <laughs> um. And then they are like, we're going to start it. It was like, you're going to feel warm. You're going to feel like you need to pee, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, oh, okay. I also still have my AirPod in. But I asked them if I could have that in. Oh, okay. And I'm like, um. And they're like, try not to say anything, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, but if you feel weird, let us know. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, wow, I feel really warm. And then I'm like, oh, there's like the pee. And then I'm like oh, but wait, I'm feeling too warm. Like, I feel like I'm about to throw up. You know when you get like that salty, like...
0: Watery. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so I'm trying to hold it in, and I'm like, um...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, I'm about to throw up. And they're like, huh? And I'm like, I'm about to throw up. And it's like, Charles, I'm about to... <laughs> oh, wow. And it was so loud. It was so much. This was also during the time of the pandemic. Oh. So I still had my mask yeah. on. Jeez. It was... <laughs> I got all of my shirt. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Still have my AirPod in, so the person that was on the phone just got an earful. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting.
0: Can you imagine
1: the sound of that? <laughs> like it was so aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> it was like I know. <laughs> Luckily, they were able to get the scan done, but <clears throat>
0: well, yeah.
1: Um, but I think it's interesting because it's like I told this like obviously asked you what it was, but I'm just like I had no idea what they were doing. I don't even, like, I still don't even know what they were, like, what it was. What
0: well, what was? Everything. No. <laughs>
1: this is when I, they all know, I've had that gastrointestinal infection at the beginning of the last year. I couldn't tell you what the infection was, probably because I didn't continue with it. Um,
0: or continue to ask questions.
1: Exactly. Um, <clears throat> they prescribed me the medicine, don't know what the medicine is, um didn't know any of the things that they were doing. I'm like, didn't y'all just draw my labs? Now y'all want to do this. Now y'all want to do that. Um,
0: so again, awareness.
1: Yeah. But they sure questions. did remember to charge me that hefty bill.
0: Exactly. So you paying those health, hef- hefty ugh, bills. You need to know what you're paying for. You should be educated about that information. You know, what labs are you drawing? What were the results? Don't just draw labs and not tell me what the results were. You know, um, Looking at the lab center because sometimes there are abnormal things on it, but say if it's a kidney doctor and it showed you had cancer, they may just focus on the kidney and not the cancer, you know, even though those labs are usually not drawn together, but just throwing that out there, you know. Um, You may show that you have an infection, but if it's not kidney related, they may not say anything about the infection, you know. So just making sure that you know what your lab results are And then asking questions, hey, I see that this is abnormal. What does that mean? What are we going to do about it, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, Medications. What does this medication affect? What are the side effects, you know? um, Is it going to be a medication where now I have to take another medication, meaning uh, this caused constipation and nausea, so now i got to take a nausea pill. i got to take a constipation pill, you know? And in certain instances, maybe that may be okay if it's something that is – very crucial for you to have to feel better and then these side effects meaning having to take the nausea pill and the constipation pill is just temporarily then that's okay you know but um educating yourself you know asking questions don't just take you know anything you know and don't know why what's what you know what is the why behind this why am I taking this what is it what results are we looking for you know and do um, your
1: own research as well right that plays a huge part of it because yeah you're, you're putting it into your body. I'm very big on like that, like do the research on whatever it is, whether it be your milk. Yes. make sure it's good milk. So it, you know it goes to the same thing, and I understand that most of y'all are probably going to people that you hopefully trust if you're not. Um, I would start.:
0: Speaking of trusting, because this one drives me insane. Having a doctor that you don't trust or you feel like they don't have your best interest at heart. Why are you going to them? There are a gazillion doctors out there. Move on and find another one. You know, um, ask for help to find the doctor. You know, ask other people who are they using. Um, don't let that insurance be the cause. You know, oh, well, my insurance, no, you can find a different doctor. I'm, there are still a lot of uh, doctors under whatever insurance you have. So don't be paying money or don't just not go because you don't like your doctor. You need to have your labs and stuff drawn. So find a doctor that you trust and go to the doctor. But don't keep the one you don't trust, don't like, or you feel like they don't like you, you know? But anyway. No, yeah, what That's were
1: you we No, I mean that really was it. Just do the you as much as they're giving you the facts and telling you all this, you also need to make sure that you're doing the research as well because, uh, <clears throat> let's be honest, there's times where they may be in training, and yes. it's like they can be mixing one thing with another thing, and I mean we're human, so it's times where it's like, oh well, this is what you need or this is what this does, and and they're like, oh crap, I'm sorry, I'm. Let's be honest, these names, acetaminophen. Like, what? <laughs> I'm telling them, sure that there's times where they're like, oh, well, you know, actually that's not the right thing, because we're human. Um, so make sure you're doing your own research just to make sure that you also understand. You also, if the side effect does happen, then okay, it's, you know, it's not something else going on, it's the side effect of this, and if you feel like it's the side effect of that, then now you know, you know?
0: And speak up, you know, don't yeah. have a side effect, and Uh, Don't call the doctor and say, "Hey, this is what's going on. This is something different. This is new." You know, Um, it's been many times I have a patient. They go home and uh, they come back. You know, almost a month later, they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, by the way, three weeks ago I had blah 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 going on." It was like, "Well, blah 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 could have killed you." Why am I just now hearing about this? You know, so pick up the phone and call. You know, um, there the nurses are there. So you may not speak directly with the doctor, but speak with the nurse and, you know, get some resolution or something or, you know, some advice or something. Um, And another thing, I got short term memory. No, I don't, but I do. Mm -hmm. Um, It was something you said that I wanted to.
1: Don't just stop taking the medicine as well. Ask the doctors.
0: Especially. Okay. So another thing. Number one, antibiotics. Take them all. Number two, stop saying you have a cold and you want antibiotics. A cold is a virus, not bacteria. Antibiotics are for bacteria, not viruses, okay? That is how you end up with, uh, what is it called? Antibiotic resistant <laughs> can't think of it right now, but they do become, the bacteria becomes resistant to uh, certain antibiotics, and so then it makes it harder to treat that that bacteria. So please stop just taking antibiotics just because, okay? Um, But also, um, just taking your medication, period. You on a blood pressure medicine? Don't willy-nilly it. Don't be like, oh, you know what? Today my blood pressure feels fine, so I'm not going to take it. Your blood pressure is fine because of that blood pressure medicine. That is how you end up with kidney disease, playing around with your medicine. So please, take your medicines as prescribed. If you feel like it's too much or too little or you want to change something, talk it over with the doctor. They will listen. If they don't, you need a new doctor. But don't play around with your medicines, okay? You didn't get a degree. And if you feel like you know about it, then go get that degree, okay?
1: Speaking of, because I kind of want to shift into that. You said that you know... Your mom through your you you're a registered nurse. You've been a registered nurse for eight years. Um, what kind of made you want to get into that field? Obviously, I've seen, you know, <laughs> you work your way up into it and everything. But what made you want to get into that? I'm actually going to have you answer that. We're going to take a quick break. Okay. Fill up y'all's glasses <laughs> and
0: return. This gonna get juicy, baby. Okay,
1: and um, make sure to hit that subscribe button and share this video out if you haven't already. And we are back. I hope y'all filled up y'all's glasses, and I hope y'all subscribed as well. If you didn't, that's a little bit awkward. We're dropping all these facts and stuff, and you're
0: not getting them
1: you know <laughs> I see how y'all are gonna be with your medical history still
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> didn't learn anything yet huh
1: but so yeah so you've been a registered nurse for eight years um obviously let's see 21 so you started <laughs> I
0: know right about 13 <laughs> <laughs> she knew from a very young age
1: no <laughs> I, exactly Um, But during that time frame, obviously you had me, uh, I think you had a little sister. I did. So, I mean, what was, you know, the driving force of you, one, wanting to become a nurse, but two, how did you, I guess, manage the stress?
0: Because it is very stressful, but um, just to give you a little bit of background, um, real talk, So let's see, I had you, um, and I was in accounts payables. So I originally was, um, I would say when I first got out of high school, I was looking into going into accounting. Um, I worked in accounts payables, and it was so redundant um, that I realized I didn't want to do that. Um, Really great with numbers, so that's why I went that route. Um, and so, um, prior to that, prior to having you, I actually had went to school for engineering because, you know, in grade school, my teachers always told me, you're so great with numbers. You should go to school for engineering. Never told me it was like a gazillion different engineers, uh, programs. And so I go to school, I was like, I want to do engineering. They're like, what kind of engineering? I was like, Oh, what, 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 Mm -hmm. what are my options? You know? Okay. All right. I'll just pick one. So again, education, Um, asking questions and, you know, uh, doing research. But anywho, um, so I went to school for a semester um, at Southern University in Baton Rouge, um, studying electronic engineering. Um, Dean's List did really well. Um, Came back to Chicago because I couldn't afford to go, to continue to go um, there. And went to Chicago State University, still electronic engineering with a minor in computer engineering. Uh, with a lot of computer science. would finish a computer science class, Fortran, COBOL, C+, and it was like each time it would be obsolete. It's like, whoa, I'm going to be forever in computer science classes before I finish my degree, and I'm going to finish, and then everything you learn was obsolete. So um, I decided against that. Um, Fast forward, met your dad, um, had you, and I went into a, um, postpartum depression. So I know you had, um, I guess Sawyer or someone on here talking about mental health. Um, and it's real, you know, um, I, at the time did not realize that's what it was, but years later, uh, my husband and I were talking and, you know, he talked about times where he would come home and, you know, I would just be sitting there staring off into space and the baby's there and he's crying, you know, but um, I ended up quitting my job where I was making really good money. Um, and I quit and I signed up for, uh, interior design school. Don't know why. Um, I did want to do architectural and I guess I felt that was the closest thing to it. And, um, I started getting a lot of migraines because I had the baby, you know, I was going to school. Um, And so I started getting a lot of migraines because it was stressful, you know, and I went to one of these prestigious schools and they wanted you to have the real material and everything. Well, I just quit my job. I couldn't afford the real stuff. So I would get knockoff stuff, you know, and it it looked great. Don't get me wrong. But um, at the time I had a teacher that was like, it just, it had to be the real thing. You know, forget the fact that you can't afford it. You probably shouldn't be here at the school if you can't afford it. You know, that was their mentality. Not to mention (laughs) I would have a migraine and, you know, they would see me in the hallway and I'm, yeah, ah," you know, laughing it up. And then all of a sudden I'm, no, I can't make it to class, you know. Um, And back then, um, not to make that sound like that was many, many years ago, but there was not a lot of information or awareness on migraines and how it is so debilitating. So anywho, um, I quit going there. And so I was out of school, jobless, and I had a baby. And so my mother, who had been a nurse for like, ages, you know, 20-some years. Um, not for she, making her <laughs> 15 years, let me rephrase that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, she was like, you know, you really should go to school for nursing. Even when I went for engineering, she would always say that. I'm like, Mom, I'm not trying to wipe anybody's butt, you know, because to me, that's what nursing was. <laughs> <Me> right now. <laughs> I'm wiping his butt, though, you know. But, um, so my husband, which was my boyfriend at the time, well, baby daddy, Um, He told me to talk with his dad and see if he could help me get a job. And so I got a job at a group home for mentally disabled young adults. And I was wiping butts. But it was great. You know, I saw how I impacted their lives. I helped them have fun. You know, they enjoyed being around me. They enjoyed the things that I brought to them. And I was making like $9 an hour. And I was like, oh, my God. I just went from, like, $25 an hour to $9 an hour. My life has to change. And so um, I started out going to school as a CNA. Um, I became a CNA. and was like, I'm wiping butts and I'm not making that much money. So um, I became a phlebotomist. And, um, yeah, yeah, I was a phlebotomist. I never worked it, though. Um, Unfortunately, it's hard to get into that... um, That field, even though I was great at it, I'm talking about great. When I was doing my rotations, uh, people would literally request me. They would tell other people who would come to draw their laughs, like, nope, nope, I want Nikki, you know. Um, But um, I, oh well, too, I I ended up moving, so I couldn't do it. But when I came here to Texas, um, it was just hard to get into the program or get into the field. But anywho, so I then started school as a uh, for nursing, and that just launched everything you know, and as far as the struggle, the struggle is real. those classes are hard um you got a little kid, you know it, i i'm I probably couldn't have done it without my mom um and my sisters who would you know babysit Andre and you know help make sure he had a meal when he came home. I
1: was a great child. <laughs>
0: very demanding (laughs) but no um and so they helped watch him while I would go to school and um I got a lot of migraines even then so that just tells that how stressful it is it is very stressful um but I did it you know and um actually I am so lying I was like I'm not gonna say his age, but he was a little bit older. So actually, by then I had had a second child. I was I like, so wait. When <laughs> is this I was like, wait, when? Texas. I was I like, know, I know, right? that, but then I
1: have a little sister.
0: <laughs> Disregard all of that. So, <laughs> rewind. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so no. Um, so, yeah, so actually, um, I did the phlebotomy and all of that stuff. And then, Um, Just kind of took little classes, to because what I, so what I had decided to do was you can do either associate degree nursing or you can do a bachelor's degree nursing. And I made up my mind that I would do whichever one came first. So I applied to associate degree nursing programs as well as bachelorette degree programs. And, um, but I worked towards the bachelor degree program. So I would take prereqs like, you know, uh, you know, you have to have sciences for both of them. There were things like statistics that you don't have to have for your associate's, but you have to have for your bachelor's degree. So I took that. Chemistry, you only have to have for your bachelor's degree, you don't have to have it for your associate's. So I took that. You know, that way, when um, if I got into the bachelorette program, I was already, I already had those classes, and all I had to do was focus on my bachelor's degree nursing program classes. What is the
1: bachelorette
0: program? It's called a BSN, bachelor's associate's. I mean, bachelor's associate's, bachelor degree of science in nursing.
1: What's called the bachelorette program?
0: Oh, shit, it's not a bachelorette program. Because <laughs> I was like, wait. He gonna have to do a lot of editing with just... this.
1: <laughs> me not being Bachelor's <laughs> I'm like, I'm not in school. Is that something I can do?
0: <laughs> it's the drink, okay? Yeah, it's gotta... the drink. <laughs> I need someone to be like this. No. <laughs> But yeah, the bachelor's degree. Um, so,
1: but I mean, essentially, by this time, theoretically, were you not a bachelorette?
0: No, I wasn't. No, 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 I wasn't. So by the time I actually started the the program, your dad and I were married. Oh, now I was living like a bachelorette because your dad came to Texas to let it lay a foundation down. Um, his job relocated, and you know I stayed back with um, you and. Your sister, who at the time was new, you know, like she was a couple of months when I started the program. And um, so, yeah, so I was studying, um, working a little bit, not a lot, um, doing my nursing classes and everything. And I had a new baby and I had you. And, you know, dad was here in Texas and I made it happen. You know, I really did. And I'm very happy that I did. Um, Don't get me wrong, nursing itself still is very stressful. Um, it is very mentally draining, but it's very rewarding. Would you say? Would I say? Yeah. If you all your friends say you spoiled.
1: Oh, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I've never done the program. <laughs> I don't want to wipe butts. It's rewarding. Really um, no, I right? <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, it's definitely... I mean, you definitely handled it well, obviously. I didn't know half of this stuff, but... Um, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I was spoiled as a child, um, and I guess it just makes me being spoiled as a child, not having like the background of what it was that you were going through and everything, even more better because it's like, I don't know, like I just not recently, but I've just read a book and the person had postpartum, and it was very interesting to hear all that.
0: Yeah, that's not something that I usually share, but um, since I saw your little video clip. Um, I just figured it's something that people need to be aware of that it it happens to any and everyone, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, but if it gets really bad, it's something you should get help with. You know, because that could have went all wrong had your dad not you know really been there. You know, so. Um, but another thing that I wanted to make awareness of, and I got this space because I don't remember what it was. (laughs) It's something you said. Oh. Um, how he said, you know, I didn't know you went through all of this. I didn't know, you know, pretty much the background of everything. And, um, to all you youngins, you know, you just never know what your parents went through. And so just cut them a little bit of slack, you know, and you, you just don't know the struggles or the things that they've sacrificed, you know, um, just to get you to where you're at or to provide for you, you know, so when you think that they're being selfish or, um, unfair or unjust or whatever you're thinking, just know that there could be a reason behind it and you just don't know the backstory for it, you know, and just be more appreciative, you know, because you just don't know, it's a lot of stuff you know, I mean, you know you know, hey, you be like, mom, you need to go get this and that, you know, and I've been yeah. so used to just <laughs> sacrificing for my children that, you know I still don't really get my nails done hey, look at this little nail I just found out it cost $5 to get this removed. $5.
1: And I think it just, it behooves me because I'm like, oh Lord, <laughs> I make a fraction. And <laughs> I'm still like, just Just yesterday, I'm like, golly, I guess I'm not going to go get my nails done because I got to pay $200 for a battery. But then I looked at him and I was like, you going? when there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> when there's a nail shop, there's me too. <laughs> but... You know, and that's actually interesting that you do say that, because I just saw a TikTok the other day, and the girl was talking, she was saying how she was talking to her mom, and she was talking about her therapy
0: lessons. Yeah, I saw that one. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I, I think you Oh, I said it to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? But it was real, though. It yeah. was real, yeah.
1: And I think it's... I, I, but, but tell them about it, because yeah. they, they don't know about it. Um, she was pretty much telling her mom about her therapy, and her mom was saying, like, wow, like... Uh, I never realized, like, that was something that I guess she had experienced or, like, that was something that she had experienced but she didn't know that's what it was. Something along the lines of that. But, um, you know, a lot of your parents have grown up or just, you know, that generation, I guess you could say, has grown up pretty much going through the stress or going through the motions or going through something but not knowing how to actually deal with it. Whereas with the younger generation, us, we are learning that, you know, we gotta put ourselves first. We gotta, you know, do that, get them mental health, you know. <clears throat> and I don't know, I sent it to my parents obviously, <laughs> she said. And I I'm a very big like therapy. Like I think everyone should go to therapy at least once. I don't know what you're gonna get out of the first session because that's really your introductory session, but <laughs> I think that no matter what age you are, what it is that you're going through, you could be uh, Sally Sunshine herself and go to therapy, because um, you never know. You could be Sally Sunshine because there's actually something that you're really trying to suppress. Right.
0: And Not to mention, um, you may be going through some things, or you may respond and react the way you do to things because you have suppressed something that you don't even know you've suppressed. Mm-hmm. And you have some people who will say, Oh, well, if it's suppressed, leave it suppressed. Why deal with it? Because you're reacting to it. You just don't realize what it is that you're reacting to. So mm-hmm. you bring it to the surface, you deal with it. And now you can move on, you mm-hmm. know, you can live life better. So yeah, uh, physical, physical, mental health is very important. And, um, you're right. uh I would say the generation before me more so, um, they went through a lot, you know, and, you know, uh, physical abuse that they didn't realize. Was, oh, that was one of the things I was talking about, too. Or maybe I was reading the reviews or uh, the comments and, you know, people were saying how, uh, yeah, you know, our parents were physically abused and they don't even realize they were and um, you know, and then that's real because, and then you reciprocated. it. So you mm-hmm. were physically abused, not realizing you were physically abused. You just felt like you were getting whoopings and then you in turn did the same thing to your children. But and you
1: take it just a little bit off because you realize
0: that it was detrimental to you, you mm-hmm. know. But you're still doing it, you know. And so maybe three generations down, they get to a point where they stop whooping, but then that might be when they need them but no (laughs) but it's not until your child says something to it right (laughs) their kids (laughs) 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 down. are you talking about your brother but anyway um but it's not until your children say something and you're open to hearing it and that's the key is is being open you know i've said some things where um maybe in a moment we might lash out but you know back, we'll think about it, but like, you know, you kind of got a point. Let me reassess things, you know. Um, even your sister, she drives me crazy, but, you know, sometimes I'll take what she said to heart and, you know, see how I can do things differently, you know, mm-hmm. but everybody doesn't do that.
1: Yeah, because everyone reacts to something different. Obviously, I've never been a parent. I don't plan on being a parent for many, 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 many years. Um, when I can afford it. Cause <laughs> I appreciate you for sacrificing, but I don't think I'm ready to sacrifice just yet, so. Um, <clears throat> but I, everyone's going to respond to something differently. I always tell people, um, I've got a friend that's about to have a child, and I'm just like, you know, you've got to give what you got, ultimately. Right. But everyone's parenting styles is also very different. Um, the way that you may respond to something that your kid does is not the same way that your mom or your dad or X, Y, and Z, your friends. respond to something um and every person is different so you may say something to me where it's just like oh it is what it is but if you say something to my sister she will take it
0: totally different
1: she's gonna take it completely different (laughs) and she's a capricorn (laughs) i'm a libra (laughs) yeah i know how i feel about that but um i just i don't i don't always take things to heart and if i do i just it is what it is ultimately um But needless to say, all
0: signs
1: out there. I'm a Scorpio. Now y'all know her. But uh, as a child, you have to realize you're as your parents' child, not as as a child. You also have to realize that for 18, hopefully 18, you know, plus years, maybe, your parents have instilled in you. But things are forever changing, so you also have to instill in your parents. And that, I think, is something that, after moving out, has been something that I've definitely been pushing more towards. I'm sure they're tired of me coming, as much as they love seeing me, it's like 15 minutes and they're like, okay, you gotta go, because I come in with a mission. I'm like, okay, what's the next topic to talk about for
0: three hours today? And trust me, it'd be a (laughs) three-hour topic. Anyone try to say we hold him hostage.
1: I'm like... Good Lord, I left my car started. Now I'm over here on the tangent.
0: Don't know why he
1: is. <laughs> because I'm like, maybe if it started, I can just leave, get on out. Nope, three hours later, here I am at zero miles. <laughs> 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 but you have to understand that. One, speak up. And I know it's, some people may see it as a respect thing, yeah. where it's like, you know, I'm I'm parent, your child, this, that, and the other. And so you have to try a different approach, but if you give up, then you're not going to be able to establish that relationship, you know? And I will say there's been times where as a child it's like, I would just, yes, I'm very much so a yes person. Yeah, okay. If I do that to you, I've mentally just closed it off. But as an adult, I've had to realize that, no, what you have to say may not be, everyone is entitled to their own Does everyone have to give their opinion? No. Does that mean that your opinion is wrong? No. Does that mean that your opinion is right? No. But opinions open up conversations. And conversations open up um, thoughts and interpretation. So give your opinion. If you're able to give it, give it, pretty much, is what I'm trying to say. Would you agree? I agree. Yeah, I will say I'm a mama's boy. <laughs> I'm sure I've said it on the podcast before. I'm a mama's boy. Um, and I feel like after leaving, like, that connection has grown closer. More. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, if you feel like you've got a not-so-great connection with your parents because you do feel like, well, they're always yelling at me. They're always bitching. They're always doing this. X, Y, and Z. Yada, yada, yeah. They never see my this. Did he
0: say bitching? <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say
1: that's probably the best thing you've heard of. <laughs> um you know, they're always just, you know, doing this and never seeing my side of it. Maybe you have to take a different approach, you know. If you've got siblings, talk to your siblings. See, yeah, because
0: that you know, might help them like if they next broke.
1: Yeah. I you know, I'll hear them talking to my little sister and I'm not gonna lie, some things she says, I'm just like, girl, what? Are you talking about? But obviously, if you're closed off to what your parents are saying, then what they're going to say next is just not going to make sense to you. Right. So sometimes your sibling, when you talk to them, that opens the door to be like, okay, well, you know, you got to understand that this, that, and the other, you know, you haven't seen this walk of life or you haven't had to experience that or your siblings know a different side of your parents than you are going to know. Because me and my sister, we're six years apart. So I've known this woman for six plus, you know, six years before she knew her. You know? I, so taking that advice from them is definitely going to help. And then you'll be able to have those conversations. And same thing with the siblings who's given that advice. Don't go to your sibling and talk about, well, you know, don't harp down their throat. That's not what they want to hear. You got you to gotta take a different approach and be like, well, maybe this, that, and yeah, the other. Yes, I understand what you're saying, but you also have to understand this. Be the the reason.
0: Yeah, because they don't listen. She still don't believe I'm an assassin.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I, I definitely want to say, like, I thank you for, you know, like I said, one of my friends is, you know, I, actually a lot of, I don't know what it is. I feel like I go on Instagram and it's another baby popping up. My good lord, I, y'all must have baby fever. Y'all keep it though, because I can. Oh my goodness, can like I can do it. And no,
0: live your life, then have children when you're completely ready. You know, um, mentally, physically, emotionally, because it does take a lot from you. Oh, did I not say financially?
1: No. Oh. <laughs> I think that's the main thing. I'm just like.
0: But you know what?
1: I will say. Well, because I don't want you to figure out what you're going to say, so...
0: Right, I know, right? <laughs> but I was going to say, so financially, unless you just flat broke, you will, like you said, if there's a will, there's a way, you will figure out a way. Yeah. But you do have to be mentally ready, uh, physically, and emotionally for yeah. children, you know, because you, life changes from the time that you, as a woman, really from the time that those hormones start to kick in, but... um, as a man and everything else or a boy, you know, who knows when you get, you know, having babies, but, um, life changes, you from know, you, you don't birth. have, right. Your freedom is not your freedom anymore. Um, and if you feel like you still have freedom like that, you're not that right parent, you know, um, if you're not sacrificing, you're not that right parent, you know, um, but life changes. So you from have really, to be ready.
1: Yeah, you know? Really from the moment that you find out that you're pregnant. Yeah. It changes. It
0: does. And Your body I, changes everything. You yeah. have to be ready for that.
1: Yeah. And I want to make it known that you're fully capable of doing it. Um.
0: Yeah. I did it. Yeah. Going to school uh, technically, singly, you know, because, you know, like I said, by the time I went to nursing school, my husband was in Texas. So, um, and honestly, it wasn't like he was sending money there. So, Uh, I was working a little bit, and I I did, you know, depend on um, public assistance some as well. Um, I had Andre and his sister, a new baby, and, uh, you know, and I made it happen. So you can do it. Like I said, if there's a will, there's a way. But you mentally, you have to be um, ready for it. You have to have a goal in mind, and you have to strive to it, you know. Don't let anything get in your way, Um, even if it means leaving that guy, you know. Um, but you have to do it. Put your mind to it. You can do it. Yeah. You're good. Period. Period.
1: Well, oh. Okay. Talk the mic.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> well, honestly, truly, I feel like we can close it off on that. i typically ask if there's any advice to give. I think I gave a lot. <laughs> was, I'm like, this has just been all sorts of advice. Um, but I very much so enjoyed having you on this podcast. Obviously, I was a bit nervous at first. Um, y'all can't tell. She hasn't listened to any of the other episodes that she said. Um, probably for the better. <laughs> I always told y'all. Uh, actually, there's an episode in there where I'm like, Mom, if you listen to this, please turn it off. <laughs> I almost um, feel like
0: I for all of them might say that.
1: Uh, you know, well, <clears throat> definitely the ones in the previous podcast. I was still living under that roof, and I still needed to live up under that roof. So... <laughs> But now, it's all free reign. If you hear something...
0: It is what it, it is. It is what it
1: is. Um, but no, I honestly truly do thank you for coming on to this episode. As we said, we didn't have a topic to talk about, but it seems like we were able to create one, and hopefully, y'all were able to... I mean, if you didn't gain any information from this, I don't know what you were listening to, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I hope you enjoyed your time here.
0: I did, and thank you for inviting me. I was nervous about it because I did not have a topic, and um, I think it went well, though. And I didn't want to make you nervous. And like you say, we make you nervous. So you I, know, hope you, <laughs> <laughs> not I hope you see we had those type of conversations. But um, I just hope that um, you enjoyed it as well. And I hope you all enjoyed it. And like you say, click subscribe, come back, and uh, tell everybody about this podcast. Yeah.
1: Especially your um your parents because I think if you don't have that relationship with them, just send this literally just send it to them. Yeah. <laughs> no, just send it. Like don't no text, no nothing. Just here you go. Especially to your your older parents, like because the beginning I don't know of the how
0: whole, many other parents you would have. Well,
1: <laughs> you're your old like the old like your grandparents and stuff or i don't even know if they can listen to you it, know
0: what yeah even yeah even your grandparents because that may even um rekindle or, or fix the relationship that they have with your parents you know so yeah that's a really great idea yeah
1: and not only that because that's really the second half of the podcast exactly. but the first part of it we talked about actual health you know right so
0: right let right. them oh, know about
1: yeah exactly so let them know but I'm your host, Andre. I'm so happy that y'all tuned in to yet another episode, season three. And I hope that y'all have one, finished your glasses, two, subscribed to the podcast and shared it out, um, because without that, where are we going? No. <laughs> <laughs> and three, have a wonderful day. Don't forget to tune into next week's episode. Again, I'm your host, Andre. I'm, I'm a your co-host, lovely...
0: host, La Femme, Quita.
1: Exactly, and.
0: Peace out. Peace. Okay, but wait. That was an interesting episode. If you agree, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a beat. And tell us what you think in the review section. While you're at it, go ahead and interact with the poll if you're a Spotify user. And join the Tasty Brew by following us on social media. At OBW Pod. Now, finish those classes if you haven't already, and join us next time for another tasty episode.